Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody. It is Wednesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me, as always. Scott, Scott, how you feeling today, man? What it do, Cran? Welcome back. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I was black. You were Cran. Uh, get oh, it right. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. What's up, Black? <laughs> I wanted to do this. Mookie's out today. Uh, we got no Mookie. He's on vacation, so I wanted to hit this up. Let's go. Since it's OG style, Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? You pump, I'll pour. Yeah, there it is. Boom. I remember it. <laughs> I'm just happy my computer works this week. Oh, me too. That was super Holy fun to shit, uh, super fun to watch last week, man. No, no, it wasn't. No, it was not super fun to watch or do or anything. It was it was a nightmare. <laughs> Aiden is shaking his head. He did not enjoy last week either, but he's in his new place. Aiden, how you feeling, man? Now, much better now that you hit the hit the nail on the head there. I'm no longer homeless. Feeling pretty good. Not at my boss's living room this week. So huge improvement. <laughs> Where's Jack? <laughs> I don't, he's probably in his apartment still but not here i'll get i'll get him on <laughs> uh and i gotta say i was dying laughing watching the jersey swaps and every time it cut to you a different jersey that was such a good sight gag and i love that the people who just listened to the podcast had no idea what was happening with that no clue whatsoever <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic i definitely thought about that when i thought of the joke that only you know a few people would actually understand what was happening but for those people i felt like they would enjoy it um i just i only planned on having one jersey and then i looked in his closet and was like all right we, we got to take all of these there's no way we can't he just had so many had to do it but <laughs> it's fine. uh mookie chiming in in the chat saying dude where the shit is mookie with his linkedin <laughs> professional picture <laughs> I have never seen Mookie not like like stretched out white t-shirt, hair kind of all over the place, and then he's like, well, fuck, where's my, where's my beer? Uh, and then he shows up with that picture as his YouTube profile picture, just prim and proper. Uh, I was really hoping that you would read it and be like, Andrew Raborski wants to know where the shit is <laughs> Uh, and that's definitely Andrew Rob Taylor. That is Andrew uh, Rob Taylor chiming in saying so no soccer talk. Uh, actually, we do have soccer talk. We got stuff to talk about. There was stuff that happened this week uh, in, in the soccer world. Well, we're also going to get to some uh, Lakers free agency 
Football's back, guys. It's August. It's football time, so we're going to do some football talk. Uh, and I don't know what else we got going on. It's old school style show. We're going to bounce around. It's going to be a mess. Before we do all that, though, let's get into what we're drinking today. Scott, what do you got in your mug? All right, so last week when you were out, I did the dueling uh, strawberry IPA milkshake, and that was from Loveland Ale Works, and I don't think I got that across because it was a cluster F, <laughs> <laughs> and I decided that it and Strawberry Smiggles battled to a a, a duel, a gentleman's, you know, just they, they went to their separate corners and nobody won, but this week I'm coming back with Loveland Ale Works, and this time I got Pistachio Milkshake IPA. Uh, I believe we had that Pistachio Ale a couple months back, and I panned it as being horrible. Um, this actually ended up in my uh, cart accidentally from uh, Beer Drop because <laughs> they were out of something else. And I was like, when I saw Pistachio, I was like, no, it's going to suck. Oh, well. Uh, but you know what? I'm actually digging this. Uh, the Milkshake IPAs, man, can't go wrong. What, what the hell is the scale? Uh, we didn't plan one because I'm a horrible host. Uh, so I didn't I didn't plan a scale. How about this? Rihanna just uh, made a billion dollars. Like she officially became the second woman entertainer to make a billion dollars. So rate the scale on one to a billion. Uh, okay, uh, this is uh, Jay-Z making a billion off of selling drugs and then CDs. Uh, that's that's this billion. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Aiden, what do you got in your mug this week, man? I'm drinking Skull. It's a Norwegian wheat ale from Academia Brewing Company here in Athens, Georgia, so I had to represent. It's 5.8%, has a 3.7 on untapped, so pretty solid. And on uh, the scale of one to billion, if we're saying Rihanna's a billion, this is no disrespect to the beer. I'm just going to say my rating's a million because Rihanna's perfection, and I, I can't touch that. So, <laughs> Dude, you're 100% right, though. Rihanna is she perfection. She made some early missteps, uh, I will say. What early missteps did Rihanna make? I just wasn't feeling her catalog when she first came out. It got better as she went along. Wait a second. What exactly? I got to explore this a little bit. What? I, I, really, I really didn't like Ella, Ella, A, A, like for an entire summer. That shit drove me fucking nuts. I was like, who is this bitch? She got to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know, now she's come around and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Riri, what's up, bitch? <laughs> Uh, now, if you hear that song, you're like, okay, well, all right, I'm on board with yeah, this. Yeah, no, one. but I got to hear that remix with Jay-Z. He's got to drop that verse. I don't want to hear the radio edit without the Jay-Z verse. <laughs> Ed from Part of the Punctuation wants to know who still says catalog. Uh, apparently, Scott Bitch, does. I do. <laughs> uh, and Rob Taylor, always coming through with the, the crazy beers. He's drinking nice. Unsung Brewing Company and Full Circle Brewing Company Fruit, a strawberry banana milkshake ipa at 7.3 percent good lord uh he rated this one 800 million 34,521 solid rating that's a very solid rating on the one to billion scale uh i am drinking photon from equilibrium brewing out of middleton new york the here's what i'm uh, guys i'm not gonna lie here i'm kind of disappointed it's 4.8 percent like what Ooh. kind of pale ale is less than five percent? So already minus l- minus six. Yeah, six, lot of ground to make up here for for photon. So on the scale from one to a billion, it's coming in at like 
1,012. Like, it's real <laughs> low. It's real low. The Ouch. taste isn't even there. Like, it's just, it tastes flat. I'm. Just, mm, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe after a couple more shots, I'll be feeling better. Uh, let us know what you guys hey. are drinking. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Ed says, round it up and it's a five. Yeah, that's still not good, man. Uh, either, even at five, I'm still disappointed in that ABV. Like, I need something. I need to drink something that I know is going to cause me pain in the morning. That's how I know it's a good beer. Like, that's, I feel like, the good way to rate it. Uh, all right, let us know what you guys are drinking. Chime in in the comments. Rated on the Rihanna scale from one to a billion. Let's get right into this football talk, man, because there is so much college football that happened over the last week. First of all, I was very disappointed that I wasn't here last week uh, with the news of Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, and, Scott, I know you were super pumped because that's, like, the beginning of the downfall of the NCAA. Like, that is some of the first dominoes to fall and the sec becoming the super conference. There was rumors this week that Florida state and Clemson reached out to the sec. Turns out that was complete bullshit, but uh, the, the groundwork has been laid. It's been thrown out on Twitter. People saying the only team that can really bring in the streaming that they want is Notre Dame. Aiden, how do you feel about Notre Dame and the sec? Well, I, I don't know if you noticed the hat, um, but I am, uh, hoping that it never happens for the sake of independence as well as I don't want to play Georgia, Alabama, you know, every year. That sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> so I will be a coward and I will run away from that. Here's the thing though, about the independent side of things. Like normally that's the thing that Notre Dame fans hang their hat on. Right. But one, you're seeing all of this money in the conferences now, way more money than Notre Dame's making. And then two, did you see what Notre Dame announced today? Their home opener is going to be streaming exclusively on Peacock. Like you can't even watch it on NBC. So all the cord cutters who've been watching it with the antenna, it's done now. Like you have to get the the Peacock at least for the the first month to watch the home opener of Notre Dame football. I have never been so mad in my entire life. This is I'm infuriated by this. And if this is the future of college football, count me out. I'm done. I'm going to be so pissed off if this just becomes streaming only and I have to buy a new pa- who am I kidding I'm going to buy a new package what are you talking about what are you talking like, about I want to see how long it keeps this face on <laughs> <laughs> I was, that was kind of impressive. It was at least uh, half a minute longer than I thought. <laughs> Do you think this is what's going to happen, Scott? Do you think we're just going to get conferences with like streaming apps from now on? Uh, yeah, I mean that's the way of the world, isn't it? So I'm surprised it hasn't gone more exclusive with the scream or the streaming thing. But what? Yeah, I mean Notre Dame's got to get in and get on board and 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 ditch the whole we're independent thing. Like that was cool during the '90s and even early 2000s. But it's clear that that's not a big deal anymore. And I, I know you, nobody wants to to get their ass handed to them by the top of the division or the top of their conference. But Notre Dame's got to put up or shut up, man. Like they got to join that big boy thing and not get left out. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what it's going to come down to, right? Is eventually if, I mean, the big 12, they're talking about merging with the pac 12. So cool. Enjoy not getting into the playoffs. Either one of those conferences going forward. That's a good plan. Uh, why would you merge with the conference? That's so terrible. They can't get into the playoffs other than saying, well, we got the LA market. Like I, I that's it. <laughs> that's right. That's, <laughs> that's the it. only thing There's they're nothing like, else. all right, listen, we at least we'll get LA out of this. Uh, we'll get that streaming deal since we lost Texas 
Texas and Oklahoma, even though you still get Texas, right? They're, they still get both of those markets. They, they don't really lose much losing Oklahoma and Texas in terms of TV deals. In terms of teams, your conference is dog shit. Like you are no longer a Power Five conference. We got to right. get rid of this Power Five phrase, right? Like there are no longer Power Five conferences after this move is done. It'll be done shortly if it's not close to already, because there's no point in calling it. Like at the end, it's just going to be Power One. That's it. <laughs> like, it's just going to be the Power One conference, and then everybody else. Dude, the money that's going through the SEC when this happens—it's absurd how much money those teams are going to be making. Especially if it goes to a 12-team playoff, because the more teams you get in the playoff, the more payout you get, right? So if you've got a 12-team playoff and the SEC is able to get like four teams into that because it's they've got everybody, the money that they're going to get is insane. And that's not even counting the TV money that they're banking well, from the ESPN well, deal. At that point, though, there's no way that they're only going to get four, right? If they if they do stack the deck and we're talking like, you know, X amount of teams and they're all big time programs and then you just ignore the Vanderbilts at the bottom or whatever. Uh, I mean, there's no way that they're going to only get four. That's what's going to push everything into, eh, well, this whole thing is going to kind of collapse or completely switch formats because you can't just have four from the, the SEC if they have all of the – I don't give a shit if they're losing to each other. There's no way that you can be like, ah, well, we got to get these Pac-12 teams in here because, you know, or the, the whatever they're going to call it now, the, the mid-24 or the mid-West 24. Like, I don't know what the hell they'll call it, but there's no way. Way that you can be like, yeah, those teams are good enough to get in. We're just gonna leave the guys in the SEC out. What was that twelve team playoff? Do you guys remember what the the layout was that they were talking about? Because I feel like it was like the top eight ranked conference champions. Like regardless yeah. of conference, it was just the top eight ranked conference champions, and then four at large teams. Is that do I have that I believe, right? I believe so. But the the at large though, it was like it was more. Mm, it wasn't as like there were two spots I thought that were more like, well, they're at large, but wink, wink, nudge, nudge. They're going to be for like the guys that get left out of those conference winners. So it wasn't going to just be straight. Oh, well, only those well, eight teams and then the four at large. It's just going to be, well, uh, Alabama lost that championship game. Ah, they're one of the four. Yeah, the four at large, I think, was based on their like college football playoff committee rankings. So it was like the next four best teams. Uh, that were ranked so whatever teams. yeah and that's what i'm saying like you now if that's it if it, if there's four at large bids and that conference gets to what it could be like you know i know everybody's saying they report with clemson and florida state is bullshit but they're if it's getting that big clemson might have to make a move like they might have to do which something one is, which one's bullshit though because there was that report and then there was the one that was under the radar and i didn't hear anybody denying it and maybe i missed it but there was also rumors that they had reached out to ohio state and michigan so and that was well, the schools reaching out it was the sec but i didn't hear anything about that afterwards so maybe it was maybe it never gained traction but if that rumor's out there and you're just cherry picking the top two teams from you know those conferences well there you go well first of all i think it's hilarious that you just called michigan a top team in the big 10 that's a very <laughs> funny comment scott that might have been the funniest thing you've ever said on this show okay uh, you know what i mean though top two <laughs> names friends top two names like, yeah, <laughs> penn state you know whatever but i mean traditionally <laughs> the two teams financially yes yeah, financially. The two teams that anybody gives a shit about in that conference how about that. Well, the reason why that, that the reason why yes, that's much better. Thank you. The reason why that rumor never picked up though is because it's completely bullshit. Conferences can't.
can't reach out to teams. Teams have to reach out to conferences. So as soon as I saw, I thought the same thing when that headline came out, I was like, what Ohio state and Michigan, I called this, but then I was like, Oh wait, they reached out to them. No, that that can't go that way. It's got to go the other way around. The teams have to initiate it. That's not saying that the conferences aren't like, Hey, give me a call sometime and like sliding their digits across the bar. But, uh, yeah, that, I think that one was complete bullshit, but now it opens up like, okay. So if the big 12 and the PAC 12 merge, you got the sec becoming this mega conference. What about the ACC and big 10? Like can, can those conferences merge? And the merge is such a bullshit term too. It's just like we're going to schedule each other. We'll we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll package ourselves together for a TV deal, and we're just going to schedule against each other. But we're really going to be two separate conferences. Like that, that's essentially what it's going to be. But it, it does. So is that what the next step is? Is the ACC and Big Ten then get together? Because geographically that makes sense. And I mean, in terms of like school quality, it kind of makes sense. Uh, really though i mean because again you'll have these teams that are in the south that geographically would make more sense in the sec i mean florida state and clemson aren't up in north like that's the thing with the big 10 is most of those schools are up north yeah they're in the east coast but i would i would say you just reconfigure all this and just be like screw it all right sec you're getting all these teams you're getting the florida state champions uh whoever that may be (laughs) (laughs) whoever whoever hoists that title down there in florida you're getting all for them you're getting clemson uh we're gonna ditch vandy and uh like the bottom like these sec teams that are scraping the barrel and 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 the football we're just gonna punt them to the moon uh and then you know the big 10 would have to be more than just the northern teams regardless of you know the the fact that it would make sense just to to mush them together i still think it would be weird to have well this is the sec but we've got all these southern teams uh in the big 10 you mentioned something there. I talked to Chris America uh, when this was all going down. I was messaging with him. How come we're always adding teams to conferences, but nobody is ever getting kicked out of a conference? Why I, can't I've we never boot out that. the bottom feeders and just be like, no, you're garbage. You're out of this conference now. We're going to bring in somebody better. Instead, they're bringing in like the Big Ten brings in Rutgers and Maryland. It's like, oh, great way to way to raise your competition level there, Big Ten. Uh, well, right. And that's why I thought it was weird when they're like, hey, we had these conversations with Texas and Oklahoma behind Texas A&M's back. And I'm like. <laughs> Well, you should have went to the table and be like, hey, by the way, we didn't tell Mississippi State and Vandy either. They're on the outs. Uh, you guys are in. Like, we need to start booting some of these schools that it's like, eh, they're not bringing shit to the table. See you later. So who would be the ones that you would want to to boot out of some of these conferences? Like, Vanderbilt is the one that always comes up in the SEC. Uh, but I feel like the, there's a lot of shit teams in the SEC. Like, they're not – they're very top-heavy. It's a very top-heavy conference. It's a great conference, but – a lot of them are kind of dog shit, right? Like there's not. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, I, Mississippi State would be gone. Vandy would be gone. I would keep UK, funny enough. I would actually keep UK in there because they're decent at football. And then, you know, you got the basketball side of the thing. So I'd keep them. But then I would throw in all those Florida teams, Miami and Florida State. Uh, who else is down there? Uh, Florida. Well, Florida's already in this. So, yeah, I mean, I would throw in a couple of those and ditch out some of those that just don't bring much to the table for basketball or football. Aiden. I will say, I think one of the main reasons they're going to keep Vanderbilt is because they are a powerhouse at baseball. And I know that college baseball doesn't that. pull in the same money, but they are like top five the past X amount of years. You know, they're, 
really, really good at baseball. And I feel like if you're that that top tier, you're getting good money from baseball. So I think the SEC is going to keep them around if they do only because of baseball. Yeah, their football team sucks. But. <laughs> and let's face it, Vanderbilt is single-handedly bringing up the SEC GPA as a whole. Like They're, they're the whole reason why the SEC <laughs> has a GPA is because their kids go to class because they don't care. <laughs> But guys, I had a I had a revelation as I was like thinking of all of this conference realignment. And I'm sorry, I spilled beer all over myself over here. I foamed up really bad on me when I was pouring. Uh, I had a revelation as Oklahoma and Texas are leaving the Big 12 and going to the SEC. And then there was rumors about Clemson and Florida State. And then you know even the the bullshit rumors about Ohio State, and Michigan. I'm like, okay, Michigan. Florida State, Texas, all teams who can't compete in their current conferences are going to move to the SEC. And I had a light bulb go off and and I realized, guys, I don't think schools really care about winning. I think they care about money more. Am I wrong here? I am shit. I don't. I mean, it's a shock. (laughs) I blew my mind. I don't know if you guys have thought of this before, but like. It's pretty clear now that colleges don't care whether or not they win. All they care about is money. I'm shocked. Uh, coming, coming from a college student that went to college in a pandemic, and yet we were still paying the same tuition even though it was online, UGA does not care about their students. They care about money. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just money is their number one you know, priority, and I know that firsthand. All colleges care about is money. There's nothing that's going to change my mind about that. Oh, yeah. They're all businesses. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. All that stuff's just fun of games. They're like, ooh, I want a seat at the in whatever the SEC ends up being because that's where the most money is going to be funneled. And I want a piece of that. So don't want to get left out of that. Whatever happens with the wins and losses, who gives a crap? They still pay us. I'm I'm True. shook, guys. I feel terrible that this is like eye opening to me that these schools only care about the dollars and don't even give a shit if they win. I'll be Got middle of the bills, pack though. in this conference that I, I don't make a lot of money or I'll be bottom half in this conference where I make way more money. I'm going to go over here. Wow. Wow. It is just laying it all bare. They don't give a shit anymore, fellas. They have put it all out there. Kids are starting to make money, so screw it. We need to make more money. And I'm blown away. We'll talk a little bit more. I got some more uh, college football stuff to get to. Before Real quick, that last note that you made, I, I wonder if the they've... I'm surprised we haven't heard them call foul yet. And be like, you know, they open it up so these kids can make money. And we just don't know how we're going to keep the lights on. We've got to get <laughs> bigger revenue streams because we can't afford it anymore, guys. This private institution is going to collapse because we're paying these kids too much. Uh, excuse me, Mr. AD, how much are you paying the kids? Absolutely nothing, but it's killing us. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, seriously, I'm very shocked that that hasn't been said by anybody. <laughs> like some random president somewhere who doesn't understand how it works. Like, oh god, this is gonna screw us. What? How are we gonna afford this? The kid from Alabama is making a million dollars. How am I supposed to afford this? Uh, you're not, sir. That's that's not for you to pay. Uh, but anyways, let's uh, let's do it real quick. Uh, I got one more thing, college football wise, and uh, we'll move on to some NFL. But before we do that. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Let's give a shout out to our friends over at Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, if you want award-winning craft beer delivered directly to your door, head on over to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Tons of selections. They will give you a box of curated beer based on your taste profile. Deliver it directly to your door every single month. $5 flat rate shipping. It is the way to go to get beers that you cannot get around your own place. And if you don't like commitment, you can still head on over there. Craftresource.com slash beer drop. Go to that site. uh, Go to that link and you'll get $5 flat shipping on whatever you want to order from beer drop. Stock up your beer fridge with our friends at beer drop. Sell out. All right, man. Uh, real quick, before we talk NFL, I wanted to talk about this high school kid that uh, is, is enrolling early in Ohio State. Did you hear about this, dude? I did. Good for him. <laughs> Aiden shaking his head, uh, smiling. Uh, if you guys haven't heard this story, the kid, I guess, was done with all of his classes, but he was going to be a senior in high school and petitioned the the athletic board in, I think he's from Texas, and was like, can I start making money off my name? And the board was like, no, you're not allowed to do that as a high school kid. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, then fuck you. I'm out. I'm going to go to Ohio State early and <laughs> bailed on his senior season. Just he was like, I'm going to go enroll at Ohio State and I'm going to start cashing checks. And he did. And now he's like going to be competing with this for the starting job as a, a freshman who should be a senior in high school, which is crazy because that kid from USC just did that like a couple years ago where I was like. Uh, should we be afraid of a kid who's supposed to be a senior in high school? Uh, but yeah, Aiden, oh. what do you think? Oh, was <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that guy's now at UGA and it's going to be our starting quarterback this year. Go JT Daniels. But yeah, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That was just exactly. to plug his hand. Had to, that was exactly. had to put that plug in. <laughs> I love that you're people where I am. I love that you're plugging the Georgia team and how excited you are for the Georgia team while rocking your Notre Dame hat and pledging your Notre Dame fandom. Uh, yeah, so I can do play both sides. Of course, I went to the Notre Dame UGA game uh, when they were playing in Athens a year or two ago, and I wore Georgia stuff, but fully cheered on Notre Dame and had people staring and hating me. But that's all right, you know. I had a good time. You know, got to play both fields. <laughs> All right, man. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Scott, on the petty scale, where does this rank from this dude? For the, oh, this is, this is great. Uh, This is for for me. I filed this right under Y for you love to see it. (laughs) Because if they're not going to pay you in Texas, then fuck it. Might as well go. It's a bummer that he went to Ohio State. I mean, I'm going to have to root against the kid. But I am glad that while I'm rooting against him, there will be dollars going into his pocket. That is exactly what he deserves. So good for him. Petty level. 9.5. 9.5. Oh, that's good. Petty ranking. Uh, did you see that Ohio State is partnering with their uh, players? They're, they've entered it or they're entering into an agreement to help players with their uh, name, image and likeness and allowing like them to profit off of jersey sales and then down the road video games and stuff. It's like a group uh, deal that they're entering these players into so that if their name is on 
like officially licensed Ohio State merchandise, the players are going to get a cut of that. Um, so as an Ohio State hater, Scott, how's that make you feel? I don't like it. Get out. They're, tra- <laughs> they're looking for their interests. Do your own thing. Sign the deals by yourself where you get 100%. None of this cut bullshit. I'd be like, oh, Ohio State, you want to use my name on the back of the jersey? I want 100% of the profits. No? Cool. Then I'll see you in court or take my name off the back of that fucking jersey. Don't don't settle for anything less than 100% when it comes to these schools. Well, but you're not going to get... A- you're not going to get 100%. Like, if you're... If it's a jersey... The school has the trademark on the jersey and the what it, you know every all the, the Buckeye yeah, they don't leaf have the trademark on, they don't have the trademark on the name so you no can buy I know or whatever jersey it'll be blank no I understand that but like the so the school is just going to sell blank jerseys with the numbers like they've always done so that they can avoid that right but like a kid cannot open up a shop that's like hey I'm going to sell my Buckeyes jersey uh, with my name on the back and I'm going to make some money off of it because Ohio State's going to send them a cease and desist and be like you can't use our property on that. So this way they're saying, listen, if you want to work, like you'll be able to use the Buckeye leaf. You'll be able to use the Ohio, the Ohio state. They probably have that trademark too. So it could be like of the, on the do. shirt and then your name on the bag. Like, I think it's actually smart uh, of these guys to enter into this, especially since like you're talking about like they're even planning down the road. They even mentioned in the press release video games. And I got like a quarter chub thinking about that. I got very excited about the quarter right, chub. I mean, I guess in the short term, <laughs> it does like make sense for the kids because it's kind of the Wild West and, and nobody knows over the next few years, like until the dust kind of settles on this whole thing. Maybe it's good in the short term, but I have a feeling in the long term. No, this benefits the school. Fuck them. Is that going to be the greatest uh, thing to hit college football or college athletics, really, when a school sues their own player for using the school's name uh, or likeness and the school is like, you need to pay us for using the school's symbol or the school's logo or the school's mascot on this shirt? Uh, is that going to be the greatest thing to to be seen in college sports? The The best scandal ever? I can't wait. It's going to be amazing to watch a college <laughs> sue one of their own players. I hope it's an all-star caliber <laughs> player, too. It's like, it's clear that he's going to the NFL from the day he steps on the field, and they're now going to court. You know who's who would do it, right? Who would spearhead it? Nick oh, Saban. Nick Saban. Nick Saban would oh. 100% sue one of his own players. Yeah, he might, but he would. would, (laughs) Bill, Bill would do it. (laughs) It's it's more likely that Bill. He'd be like, "Remember when I said I would quit? I found a way around it. (laughs) I'll just sue the bastards." (laughs) It's gonna be amazing when they're like, "Listen, you can't sell that shirt in orange and blue because those are our colors, motherfucker. Give us our cut." And they're just gonna slowly strip away all the money that the players make. Let's talk about players that do make money in the NFL. Um, Scott, I feel super old this weekend, man. It's hall of fame. You, (laughs) these names every year. Like I remember the eligibility and, and every time that pops up, it's like, no way are these people starting to be eligible. These are people that we were, we watched when we were kids lay in the wood. Like it sucks, man. I had forgotten who had made it. I forgotten who the class was. So I was reading back through and I know they're doing like two classes this year, right? We're doing 2020 and 2021. We're inducting yep. both of them. So mm-hmm. I went back through 2020 and I was like, oh, Troy Polamalu. Okay, that's kind of cool that he's made it. But then in 2021's class, when I saw Calvin Johnson, 
I died a little inside because I remember watching him in college. So I watched that dude in college. Like I remember vividly seeing his college career from the time he got into Georgia Tech and then seeing his entire pro career and now watching him get inducted into the Hall of Fame. I hate being old, man. This sucks. Yeah, no, it it does suck because I, I remember the same thing. I remember hearing about Calvin Johnson when he was at Georgia Tech and thinking this guy must be like he must be about to make next level and be amazing because you don't hear about guys out of Georgia Tech, especially at the receiver position when they're running their, you know, their bullshit offense and not throwing the ball. So the fact that he was making a name for himself as a freshman down there at Georgia Tech. Yeah, I remember following it. And to think that. He, he left the game too soon, could still be playing, and is now in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Aiden, do you remember watching Calvin Johnson play? Like, how old were you when Calvin oh, Johnson uh, entered the absolutely. league? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I've been playing Madden since I was six. So, of course, <laughs> Calvin Johnson was the best receiver in the game for like seven, eight straight years. But I, I was going to say, to make you feel a little bit less old, you do have to remember, he did retire at 30 or 31. You know, he, he retired very young. So at least he didn't have a long career, so you'd feel older if it was that if that was the case, you know? you got to have to hang your head on. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Thanks for, <laughs> for that. Trying comfort. to make us slight, feel slightly less yeah, old. Yeah, norm- like, normally I try to make you feel old, but this time it's I'm trying to, you know, be more supportive <laughs> for you guys. You're a saint, uh, Aiden. You're a saint. Uh, what do you guys think about this story about the Bills leaving Buffalo? Uh, I saw dude, that. Dude, dude, that. I'm really hoping that that's not true. Like a lot. I'm really hoping that it, like, so I talked to fan of the show and friend of the show, Alex Vilnev, who's, you know, diehard Bills fan. And he immediately said, look, that report came from a fucking Patriots beat writer and I'm not believing it. There's no way, but oh my God, if they do, I will torch everything to the ground. <laughs> and that's pretty much how I feel. Like it's just one of those franchises and fan bases that if you're a fan of the game, not you know, not just the NFL or whatever, the a fan of the game, like they can't take the Bills away from Buffalo. Come on, man. There's just some teams that just need to be left the hell alone and immune from this type of nonsense. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely just a play for a new stadium, right? Like that's well, that's all sure. this. It's that's, just a threat for a new stadium. That's the NFL, too, which drives me nuts. This is the same playbook that every single ownership group or whatever does anywhere. And then on top of that, the NFL, because the NFL always floats out like they want these owners to to put the screws to the local fan base so then they can get the names floated out there for the potential cities. And all of a sudden, you know, you get this list of five names and it's like, oh, well, it's clear that there's going to be a franchise. Look at how many times do we talk about Nashville and San and Antonio and all these guys. And how long did we talk about Las Vegas before they finally landed a franchise? Like this is tried and true for both ownership and the NFL alike, where it's just bullshit that they put the local fan bases, the diehards through this shit with, uh, you know, Hey, we we're going to hold you at gunpoint and uh, give us money for a new stadium. And we want it, you know, X amount, or we're going to leave. And then the NFL sitting behind, you know, with, with their puppet strings. And they're like, yeah, we're just playing these cities against each other so we can get the highest dollar i hate it man like i mean it's fine for the raiders because who cares about them but a franchise <laughs> like a franchise like the bills man it's just that you hate to see that i'm gonna feel really disappointed if they move to austin because there is no way 
those doofuses in Austin are going to be jumping through tables no. uh, and, and chugging beers and like baptizing their babies by throwing them through tables. That's my favorite thing that Bill's Mafia does when they have a baby and like pretend to break a table. Uh, Austin is not going to bring that kind of energy. Are you kidding you me? You will kill Bill's Mafia as we know it. There's no like without Bill's Mafia, there is no Bill's fandom. They're just another team. And that again, that seems so dirty to just take it from a, a, a city like that. It's not it's not one of these big glamour towns. Everybody's got the jokes about Buffalo. But man, those people take pride in that damn team. I would hate to see something like that happen to those people. I can't stand that Austin is always brought up as a city too for all of this expansion. Like why does Austin get brought up all the time? They're always the city that people go to. And I I like you got UT there. I feel like the people there, it's just like Columbus, a pro football team would never work in Columbus because people care too much about Ohio state in Austin. A pro football team would never work because people care way more about UT than they do in any NFL team franchise that come from another city. Like how are you going to embrace a team that has a hardcore fan base like the bills in Austin, a college town? Like, how is that even like, how does that even make sense? It's stupid is what it is, man. And that's why I'm sick and tired of the threat. Like you should not be allowed to threaten to leave just to get a new stadium. Teams should be, they should have to come up with a different tactic and be forbidden from like threatening to leave. Do it how real owners move teams, do it in the middle of the night and stab the city (laughs) in the back. Like a real owner does shout out art model. Wait until (laughs) you're comfortable moving the dead of night, like bringing U-Haul trucks late at night and just pack up the no, stadium and no, fucking no, dart you out. Bring it, you got to do an Art Modell style and bring in the Mayflower truck. Yeah, the Mayflower I was trying to come up with the trucks word. I couldn't think of it. I yes, knew it. But yes, Mayflower. Mayflower. Yes. Bring those in at like 11 o'clock at night and pack up the stadium and hit the road. That's how you move a team. Not this bullshit. We want a new stadium or else we're going to move. No, fuck you. You ask for the new stadium when they say no, you go, okay, cool, sounds good. And then you work on the details behind their back, and then you stab the whole city right in the fucking back. That's how you do it. And you have the man write the note that says, hey, we're out. See you later. Thanks for the memories. Bobby Petrino, because nobody leaves in the middle of the night and leaves a note about how they're just going to dip out on the team mid-season like Bobby Petrino. Well, then you got to be careful. If you got Bobby Petrino moving, then you got to be careful that like there's going to be a motorcycle involved, and it could be well, a whole. About, it could be a whole bunch rash, of. But I mean, yeah, that's, there's that's after the fact. You, you got to get that note. You got to get that note handwritten there. Like, hey guys, <laughs> it's been fun, but uh, gotta go. Uh, dude, did, uh, are you excited for Hard Knocks? I know it's the Cowboys, and you hate the Cowboys, but are you excited for Hard Knocks? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if a team is on hard knocks you can write them off the super bowl immediately so not that i was worried about the cowboys winning the super bowl but you can nix that right now so i can't wait to watch this shit show who is more jerry and his senileness i oh god it's gonna be great i can't wait aiden do you have hbo are you a hard knocks fan I do have HBO. I do enjoy Hard Knocks and basically exactly what Scott was saying. You already know the Cowboys aren't going to win the Super Bowl, so it's a good thing. It's a good year. Okay, let me ask you this, Aiden, because I've asked Scott this before. My concern with Hard Knocks is whenever I watch Hard Knocks, 
I end up finding myself liking the team a little bit more than I did before it started. Like I get invested in these players and then they make the team and I'm like, all right, I like this dude. Or I'll see a guy that I hate and I realize he's a human being and he's actually kind of a decent guy. And I'm like, I feel dirty cheering against him. Are you worried about the Cowboys being on hard knocks and then liking some of these players? You know, I hadn't actually thought about it that way, and I hate that you made me realize that that's probably going to happen because <laughs> as both a, I'm a Broncos and a Vikings fan, and so I think, you know, the pandemic season, they had both the Chargers and the Rams, and I started liking a lot of players on the Chargers whose rival with the Broncos. So, yeah, now that you said that, I probably am going to like more people on the Cowboys than I ever would have wanted, and I hate myself for that now. So, so thanks for putting that in my brain. Yeah, you're welcome, man. It. You're basically going to – you've got the same mentality as I do now where I'm like, I hope every episode is an hour-long interview with Jalen Smith and no other player makes it on, and then I can be like, no, I already like that guy. It's cool. <laughs> I was actually about to say it. I was like, Jalen Smith, great. Everyone else? <laughs> um, but – You guys are are rookies in this hating game. Oh, watching the Rams last year, just thinking, look at these idiots. Gotta hate them more. (laughs) Every time something bad happened, oh, look at Sean McVay getting cheated on. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait till stuff starts happening. And hey, they're already filming, and we already know that. Dakota's uh, left with injuries. I can't wait to see that in real time. Oh, that is going to be good. Yeah. Like, like, there's no downside to this because I I don't, there's no way I'm going to like any of them. Like, none. I mean, uh, I'm like, I'm neutral to a guy like Jalen Smith, but uh, well, he's wearing Cowboys colors, so fuck him. No, there's always somebody. No, I will, I'm going to put the challenge down right now. Somebody, but it's a rookie. I will say, no, not even a rookie. Undrafted guy or somebody that I'm like, oh, cool. I hope this guy makes makes the team but i hope he makes the team and then gets injured right away because he's a cowboy I don't no you are going to fall in love there's always like a lineman who does something that's like that guy is great i'm a fan of this dude from now on that's the guy you always fall it's like a big fat lineman that shows up and does the truffle shuffle during some meeting and you're like this is a guy i like this guy that's his guy i'm telling you you're gonna get hooked on some cowboys player where i'm gonna all right so that's what we're gonna do that's how we're gonna watch this scott is we are going to watch each episode of hard knocks and then the following week when we do the show i have to try to convince you to like one of the players featured on the show good luck (laughs) (laughs) that's a taller task than you think my friend i will find a way to look uh what's his name uh the 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 damn wide receiver that they got from uh the, the raiders from alabama i'm blanking on his name Amari the one that drops all the passes. Thank you. Amari Cooper. The one who love, drops uh, all the passes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, look at his drop rate. His drop rate in the NFL is horrific. Uh, I loved Amari Cooper at Alabama. I would have loved to see him in red and gold. Then he went to the Raiders, and I was like, ha, he drops all those passes. Fuck him. He went to the Cowboys. He still drops all those passes. Fuck him. I don't care. All right, I'm there's telling no you. This train, what happens? Uh, what happens when there's a guy who like Jerry Jones comes by on the sidelines because you know he's involved way too much, and he's over on the sidelines, he's talking to the team, and then he like walks away, and then as he walks away, one of the guys turns to another guy and goes, "Man, fuck Jerry Jones." You're telling <laughs> me you're not gonna like that dude? All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
throwing out crazy hypotheticals. I would love to see a man risk his career by saying "fuck Jerry Jones." Like, okay, fine. <laughs> that, that guy, that guy, the first cowboy who does that, I, I will, I will turn it off. I'll turn it off. All I'm asking guy. for is I'm a path to get there. I just want a path to get there, and I see that there's an opening, so I've got, I can get you. Mm. I can find a way to get you to like these guys. I hope they have a sweat bead count on fat ass Mike McCarthy. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how many beads of sweat are rolling down his neck right now. Look at how in over his head he is uh, yet another head coaching job. Good for Mike. <laughs> well, Jerry's just sitting there sipping Johnny Walker blue out of a plastic cup, <laughs> just staring over his shoulder like the old beats of shit he has. God, I can't wait to get my dad back on the show to just. I'm gonna have to give my dad an HBO login and let him just chime in on Hard Knocks each week. Hell yes! Oh, that'd be a great segment. All right, well, we're gonna work on that. Let's talk uh, before we switch gears. Uh, why don't you guys do us a favor and go follow us on social media? Facebook, like the page on Facebook. Uh, go hit us up on Twitter at Crafty Sports and on Instagram, same handle. Uh, subscribe to this YouTube channel, guys. Help us out. Uh, we want to grow the, the YouTube channel. We're so close to 100 subscribers. Hit the subscribe button, hit that bell. Make sure you know whenever we're posting new content. And be sure to subscribe and review wherever you guys get your podcast. It helps us out way more than you know. So go do that. Help us out uh, and help the show continue. Continue to grow. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Sell out. It's not really a sellout, but it was kind of a sellout. Like that's still social media plugs are kind of a sellout. self-promotion. <laughs> you sold out for yourself. It's okay. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, all right. I want to talk NBA free agency, fellas. Uh, it's been wild. It just hit and it's been wild. Aiden, you got to be ecstatic right now, dude. Oh, absolutely. As a big Lakers fan, you know, adding Russell Westbrook and, you know, the rest of the the old man retirement home, <laughs> super stoked. It does not matter that the average age of the team is 32. They're still going to bring a championship back to the city of Los Angeles that I don't care. I don't care about Los Angeles. I just care about the Lakers. And, you know, I, I think that they're putting themselves in a very good spot to win another championship. That's so, yeah, I'm excited. I hope this turns out just as well as Carl Malone did to the Lakers. <laughs> if this is Carl Malone 2.0, then sign me up because that season was mwah, just a complete disaster. I can see it now when Carmelo doesn't want to go in at the end of a game because he's too hurt in game seven of the finals. That'll be fantastic. You mean this is your only chance for a ring in your career, Carl? And you're hurt for game seven? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, 
a lot of heart in that career. Congratulations on it, Carl. That's that's going to be the 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 coup de grace for Carmelo too. I can see it now. Him and Street close game seven. They lose, and it'll be like, well, this O three squad, this super superstar squad in O three falls to some random what uh, team. It'll probably be the Bucks because I mean it's the NBA, so it's not like there's much turnover from you know team good teams to to bad in one year. So it'll just be Giannis winning his his second title in a row against these old ass men can't wait for it why is it that lebron whenever lebron gets help uh wherever he is it's always some like washed up old dude that comes to the rescue like when he was in cleveland they were like lebron we got you Shaq's coming in and he's like Shaq like for real like Shaq are you talking about like Orlando Magic Shaq or like now Shaq and they're like now Shaq he's just finishing this Big Mac as soon as he's done he's gonna hit the gym uh maybe hang out for a few minutes and he's gonna leave because he's Shaq and he doesn't give a shit anymore like that's the the help that LeBron gets is these old dudes and I can't figure out why because he controls every goddamn team he's on why does LeBron always pick these old dudes how dare you talk about the big Shaq just like that? I cannot <laughs> believe that you just sit here and despair Shaq. Ha, oh, it's the greatest <laughs> in the universe. Don't ever do that again to that man on this show. Not while I'm around. He was a saint on the Cavs. I mean, he was fat and slow. And I thought you were going to say when you said that Shaq hit a gym, like he literally like went up to a gym and punched it. Because that's about the only way that Shaq was hitting a gym at that point in his career. No, so, he showed I, I up like he was there. Yeah, but no, I mean, it was just like, yeah, in the gym, like physically walked into it but i mean it's you got to get to the to get to the cafeteria you had to walk through the gym well yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and it okay, was right, it was right, cheese right. stick so day so he, he was hustling through he had a slight job come on man this is the smartest move by lebron ever you bring in all these old ass dudes who can who just have enough in the tank to get you one more that way Ain't no credit going to be taken away from you. It's like, nah, man, this is the LeBron's team. Oh, yeah, I drag Shaq's ass to, to the finals. Yeah, I'm dragging Carmelo and these other losers. They might just have just a little bit, but it ain't going to take the shine off my apple, baby. How does this get done? Because, like, reports came out that uh, LeBron, AD, and Russ all met up to, like, talk about how it would work if they became uh, teammates on the same team. Like, it's just blatant tampering, and nobody gives a shit. Everybody's just like, well, yeah, that's, I mean, as LeBron, what are we going to do about it? Like, they do I, not care. I think one of the most underrated parts about the NBA since about 2003 when LeBron entered is how many backdoor sit-down meetings that <laughs> we've heard about since that day. like there's the banana boat crew there's the there's the Olympics meetings like there's always some type of fucking meeting that goes on but between these guys and you're just like I mean, just get these, just get the group chat going. Like, why do, why do we want to talk to me? Like, just, just like, cause you like can't LeBron have a paper trail. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm like, LeBron has renamed the group tampering. Like, like there's no point in having an actual sit down meeting. It's like, nobody's going to do anything to us. Let's just do, you know, let's just do this thing. 
<laughs> yeah, you got you got to meet because that way nobody can find the trail. Like if this way, if it comes out, it's like, no, nah, he wasn't here. Nobody knows. There's no guest log book at LeBron's. Actually, there probably is. LeBron probably <laughs> makes people check in at the gate and you got to sign a waiver Bruh, that says, uh, I know you finally saw Space Jam 2. Did I you did. see what I was talking about? I was like, is LeBron Tony Stark? My man has yeah. balls just ball popping. That was the <laughs> coolest <laughs> thing, dude. So, so you know he's got a, a sign in, sign out log at his house if he's got that. Also, what a great gag in that show to have the son keep saying ball and get hit in the head with it. Fantastic gag in that movie. I I mean, that was that was an underrated. underrated. That was another one of those moments that I giggled. I'm like, yeah, kids getting hit. In the head with ball. That's just always funny. Always. Uh, Aiden, so you think this is a good signing? You're good with these free agent moves, despite the fact that it's old dudes and they're they still have to get through uh, Harden and Kyrie. And uh, you don't give a shit about Brooklyn. You're like, fuck it. We got Brooklyn on lock. Hey, I mean, LeBron might be 36, but Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis are both 32 and 28. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two-thirds like, like of the star tandem. Aiden I had to think notes. about it. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I did. You already know that's exactly what I was doing. Um, oh, no, I appreciate it because I didn't know. I was like, how old are they now? <laughs> I didn't know Russell Westbrook was 32 until I was just like, read my notes. Oh, well, dang, he's 32. Um, yeah, yeah no, so Russell Westbrook's there, getting hurry. up there. But, yeah, I mean – I have it right here. So Carmelo, 37. LeBron, 36. Marcus Gasol, 36. Trevor Ariza, 36. Jared Dudley, 36. Dwight Howard, Hold 35. on a second. Back up real quick. Trevor Ariza is around for another go-round? He is. Oh he just resigned. God. That's another uh, one of those the, those dead bodies that LeBron just keeps dragging. He he had how many stints in Cleveland? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you miss the last name that Aiden just said? Go back one name, Aiden. What was the last name you just said? You think I remember Dwight, Dwight Howard? Dwight maybe? Howard. He's oh, still no, got no, Dwight. No, I was gonna laugh. I, I was gonna bring up his name. Did he officially sign? He did. Okay, because I saw the headline the day before yesterday that said Dwight ready to do it again, and I'm like, do what again? And it said join the Lakers for the third time, and I'm like. <laughs> I guess the third time is the charm. I know he was there for this last one, but nobody remembers that was the COVID one. That, that doesn't count. But I just keep thinking about that first stint with him in LA and how much of a disaster it was. And then here he is like, hey, y'all, uh, I'll sign up to I'd hang s- out for another ring at the end of this bench again. I'll, I'll get 12 minutes every couple of nights. Uh, hey, man, can I can I hang out with Mello on the bench? Can I do that? Like, <laughs> like I mean, if y'all are going with the early 2000s All-Stars, uh, you can't have it. <laughs> uh, so Aiden, that's your squad. You're you're caping up for the squad. You feel good? I'm feeling pretty good. They've still got two or three uh, positions left on the team. They did lose internet uh, goat Alex Caruso, and I'm a little bit sad about that. But, he went you to know, Chicago, I, right? I I didn't hear what you just. He said. went what to Chicago, think? right? He did go to Chicago. Chicago, a big winner of the offseason so far, uh, also in my notes. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel, I feel really good about the Lakers. Dwayne Wade is coming out of retirement. To <laughs> <laughs> Complete the banana boat. Yes, you got to get the banana boat. That's why I'm surprised that CP3 ended up re-signing with the Suns. I was like, man, if you're going to do this thing, you got to get the whole boat together, man. CP3's got to be there. They should have punted him. They should have punted Westbrook for CP3. 
How long did they, he? They got to do this thing right. How long did Chris Paul sign for with the Suns? Because I know he turned four down the four-year deal for Chris Paul. That dude's like forty, man. We're gonna. Oh, look, and it's got to be a, Chris Paul. He's been my favorite player since he came into the league, kicking dicks. But a hundred twenty million dollars, like what at this age? Dude, man, like, I just I just let me hold like a grand. That's it. I just want to hold a grand. That's crazy. And we're all in agreement, right? Kawhi goes back to the Clippers, like even though he opted out, he ends up back at, at L.A., right? He's still going to be in the L.A. JV team. I mean, he's going to miss all of next season, so I don't think it really matters where he signs, but it makes sense that he goes back to the Clippers. I was going to say, since he's not going to play, it doesn't matter where he signs. The Clippers will back up the truck for him. No problem. <laughs> I do love how ballsy of a move is that, by the way, to decline your player option, knowing that you likely are going to miss the entire following year. Like, what a ballsy move from Kawhi. It makes me like him way more than I already did. I like oh, Kawhi. Oh, absolutely. That, that's the ultimate gamble on yourself. Like, look, I'm so damn good in this league that even completely injured – Full season, just chalked it up to not even playing. Somebody's still going to pay me. Somebody's still going to pay this. He's just sitting there with, like he's as they're like, why? You, I don't think you should decline this option. And then he declines the option. He's just like, what it do, baby? And that's it. That's the whole <laughs> <laughs> Aiden, like, well, it's just like the follow-up is like what are they gonna do not sign Kawhi like, come on now you know they're gonna sign me somebody gonna pull me up i mean the magic need a superstar somebody gonna give me this money it's if if it's not the clippers it's definitely gonna be miami that's who would back up the truck for Kawhi. i could see pat riley backing up the truck for Kawhi. That that's absolutely correct. Meanwhile, my kings are like, man, you know, nobody in the world wants Ben Simmons. How can we package players on our team to get Ben Simmons? Like, I, I mean, when you when you have the opportunity to get a guy that can't shoot at all, you got to take it, especially if it's going to cost you quite a bit of currency to do it. I hate the kings so much. It's it's the worst. This you just blew my mind, Scott. I did not realize you were a Kings fan. I didn't know those existed. I don't put it out there that often. That's why I don't I, put it out there that often. Yeah, I was very shook that you just said that to me. I M- Marvin I'm looking at Marvin, you completely differently. Marvin Bagley over Luca. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Over fucking Luke. and I mean, and that's not even that's not even the like that might not even be the worst. I mean, if we go down like Jimmer over you know anybody with a pulse like i mean there's been so many blunders over the last two decades of king's fan I, I, was the bagley over luca was that when uh vladi divak was running your team was yep, that yep, yep, <laughs> yep. so so the foreign guy who you would think would be like man look at this foreign guy who's like clearly a once in a generation type thing all the things are there about it. it's like nah marvin bagley looks good he's been completely horrible completely horrible but that's that's the kings it's you know it's bad when i'm like can we get the maloofs back like are, are they, they're like prison or like fraud but i'm like can we get the maloofs back as owners jesus uh i'm sorry guys i spilled beer again i wasn't really listening at the end 
Twice. This beer is this beer is coming out. It's coming out hot. And I missed last week, so I'm out of practice. Like, look at the foam that popped up on this one. The table is soaking wet. It's awful. Hold Um, on a second. Hold hold on a second. Did you just did you just stun on us? What are you? Why? What are you talking about? Go back to that camera shot. You just stunned on us, didn't it? What? Uh, how did I stun? Black series. Oh yeah, I got the black. I got the you got the black series, and you just look at that. You son of a bitch! You stunned on us. You're like, look at look look at the foam in this beautiful black mug that I got in the executive series. Weird. Can't wait for that metal one to shit, bro. Dude, I hate you so much right now. I didn't notice. And then as soon as I saw the shot, I'm like, wait a minute. How have you not seen it? No joke. I've been drinking out of this mug for like the last month of the show. Have you? Yes. Like every show. It's not usually visible. And you're so good about switching the cameras when you're taking shots. I have not seen it. It's a fantastic mug. Uh, it is uh, beautiful, and that I, is really I love good it. looking. Oh. I'm so ah oh, man. I, I should have got. I, I slept on. Should have pulled the trigger on the executive I, series. I Plus, it's executive it, series. It just makes you feel important to have something that's an executive series. I'm like, I'm the executive I just series feel like mug. I, I, I missed out on the black guy having a black back. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> Bad black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden, you were talking about your winners from free agency. I want to know your list. Who are the winners from NBA free agency? Not the oh, Kings man. and go. Uh, Kings are not even on this list. It, <laughs> I'm surprised you like think nobody. that would be that important. Did Kings had, forget yeah. it was for free agency? Were they like, oh, shit, that started? Oh, no. Oh, no. We they weren't ready. tried to sign and... Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he's still got some minutes in him. We can, we can do something with this. Uh, you see him on TNT, he still looks good. Uh, no, but I had, uh, as a winner, I had Miami Heat. They got Kyle Lowry. They re-signed Duncan Robertson and Oladipo. Good offseason. Loser the Pelicans because they lost Lonzo, and they're not going to be able to throw lobs to Zion anymore. And they also traded a first-round pick for Devontae Graham, who is a bench option in my opinion. And then the Bulls won because they added Lonzo. They got DeMar DeRozan and internet goat Alex Caruso. Loser, This you're, you guys are going to love this. There's two guys that are still free agents right now, and their names are Laurie Markkinen and Kelly Oubre Jr. Both of them thought they were worth a lot of money, and every single NBA team said they weren't worth that money. <laughs> so they are still unsigned, and no teams have any cap space left. So they're like thinking they were worth a lot of money, and now no teams can pay them close to anything that they want mathematically. So I thought that was really fun. And then local Hawks team, they, they extended uh, uh, John Trey. Collins and Trey Young. And then the Lakers are winners as well. So that was my list. That's all I had. That's a fantastic that breakdown. Uh, that's a great breakdown. And what we've learned from all of that is that the Nets will still come out of the East as long as they stay healthy. And pick a name out of the West, maybe the old-timey Lakers. Can we go back, though? He's like the first Lakers fan who said that two teams uh, involved in in either getting or getting rid of Lonzo Ball were were (laughs) successful or failures. (laughs) When the team that drafted him was like, yeah, you can get the hell on, and it was was not good. good (laughs) Yeah. And, 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 And the breakdown for it was, 
New Orleans is going to lose this because they don't have anybody to throw up lobs to Zion. As if you can't just find a guy off the street. <laughs> yeah, I Zion. feel like I could throw lobs to Zion. It's just got to be near the hoop. You just... that that is very fair. Uh, like Chicago Lonzo, fans apparently... are like, we won because of Lonzo. <laughs> apparently, he had a good year. It surprised me too, but that's what I've heard online. So that was my research. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> their only reason they're, that they're real winners is because I'm going to be in Chicago in a few weeks, and there might be a chance that Lavar Ball will be somewhere out, and I can run into him. So, congratulations, Chicago! You got the best dad in the NBA in your city. <laughs> Never lost. Never lost. Never lost. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, listen, let's take a, a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we'll, uh, we're going to talk soccer without Drew, so it's going to be really fun. He's going to be really mad about it. I can't wait to do it because it's going to be so ridiculous. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. But let's talk, since we were talking about those black mugs, let's give a shout out to our friends over at Dugout Mugs. If you want your own executive series or you want a regular baseball bat mug to drink out of or a wine glass made from a baseball bat or an opener made from a baseball bat or a shot glass made from a baseball bat or an opener made from a baseball, head on over to dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Drink from a baseball bat just like we do here on the show. The metal bat pre-orders are going down right now. They're shipping like mid-August. Go check them out, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. I am super excited with the, the quality of this product. It's amazing. It's a real eye-opener when you go to a party and you pull out a, a dugout mug and drink your beer from it. I should have brought this to the game that we went to with Matt Barr, Scott. Like that's I don't know what I was thinking. We should have brought our dugout mugs and drank out of those at the stadium. Uh, can but we bring those in? Sure, you can bring them in. Yeah, absolutely. Damn, I would have if I had known that. Sure, you can. As long as it's not filled with beer at the time, you can bring it into the stadium. Most stadiums oh, would be cool with that. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but hit them up, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Uh, get yours today. Uh, fantastic company, awesome people. We love them. Go support them. They support us. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Sell out. All right, man. Um, uh, let's. I guess we're talking soccer, right? I guess we're talking Olympics, right? Yeah, Olympics slash gold cup slash more Olympics. Okay, so... What the hell happened to the women's team, man? I've you're up early, and I've been missing everything in the Olympics. Like this, mm, yeah. this Olympics because of the time difference. I have not watched anything. It's literally been just me catching up on Twitter in the morning as to what happened, and then I don't watch anything in the evening because I already know what happens. But like the women's team lost to Canada in the semifinals, right? Uh, yeah. What the hell, dude? What is with our women's soccer team? I thought they they like shoe in for gold. Uh, dude, I'm telling you that I, I alluded to this last week and I, I was very nervous after that opening game when, you know, things didn't go their way. I, 
they just never looked right. I know that they scored those six goals on what was it, New Zealand or whatever the hell. Like, and everybody was just like, "Yeah, okay, they're not a good team." So, and I and I thought, well, there's you know, there's a reason that they scored six and then yet none in the other two games that they played in pool play. And then it happened. <laughs> as soon as they got to the the matches that mattered, they got shut out again. And from the word go, like that very first match, I'm like, there's something off about them. They just never. I know that there was health issues for some of them and they, they weren't top there, but they should have looked that bad. They, they, it was the first time I've seen them over this little run that they've had. They just, they look like they expected to win and they looked a little bit disinterested. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's because the, you know, the extra time that they had and, and gearing up for the, the world cup. Maybe they, you know, they view the Olympics as kind of like an end. They just took it for granted, but there definitely wasn't the same vibe out of them that there was through the last two world cups. That's for damn sure. Well, and the squad's older, like they're, they're the Lakers sure, of the women's soccer at this like point. Still there. Like it's like, they, they were kind of like Alabama when you're looking at it from the landscape of, well, they've got X amount of the best players in the world. And then, you know, the guys behind the girls behind them were, you know, ready to go. And they're all supposed to be just as good. And it just I don't know this. It just didn't click this time around. And like I said, I, I don't really know what to say other than they looked disinterested for most of it. Like it did. It just didn't seem like it was there was any urgency until it was too late in every game that I watched. Like, I don't have a problem with them losing a game. It's It happens. Oh, like, sure. it's sports. You know but what I mean? Three. But the thing that... Well, okay, they, they tied. Yeah, they tied. They the thing that kills me, though, is it just gives the ammo for, like, the people who are like, see what you get? That's what you fucking get, motherfuckers. That's right. Yeah, and then, then you got to yeah. deal with those people that are, like, celebrating the loss instead of, you know, you would think a, a patriotic person would be disappointed that the United States lost in the Olympics, no. but instead... Instead, they're celebrating it and acting like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. And that's the most disappointing part of it, I feel like, is you get those people that uh, that are happy that, that the loss goes down. Uh, but I, I'm worried about this team going forward because it does feel yes. like they're aging a little bit. And like now other teams across the world are like, they're not. It's like when Rocky finally got through to the the Russian, and the cornerman was like, "He's a man. He's not a machine. Like they're not. They're not invincible anymore. They they can right. be beat." And I'm worried that that's going to take some of the luster off this team and allow some of these other countries to catch up. Well, and I mean the real. I guess test to that is going to be what they do, you know, leading up to this next world cup, because if they struggle or they look mortal, then I think we're going to have real problems, but this, you know, maybe this lights the fire under them because I, I was hoping selfishly, obviously that they'd win gold. Cause I wanted to just see him keep it rolling, but there was the, Jesus, man, they got to win. And the, the pressure is there because all of these people are complaining about the fact that, you know, either they were taking knee or asking for equal pay or whatever's gone on since the World Cup. And now where there were, you know, <laughs> our own country and fans are out there rooting against them. And it's like, like come on, man. Like, it, I don't understand how you can do that. Like for any team, like no, for any athlete that's competing for your country, the, the idea that you would let politics or some bullshit personal, you know, vendetta, uh, cloud your judgment as far as winning and rooting against like that blows my mind I, I can never imagine rooting against an american for any competition no matter how i felt about the individual person if they were wearing our colors then i want them to win 
Dude, we've said that like the the last time the Olympics came around when we were on the show, we were saying how it's uh, this is the only time that like everybody unites because we're all we're all in right. on backing a, a United States team, regardless of the sport. We'll watch goddamn handball and be all in on it because it's U.S. playing handball. And we're like, we should be dominating this sport. What the fuck? We're the best. Why would we not? And this is like the first Olympics I've ever seen where people are like, that's right. That's what they get. But I mean, it's but so should bizarre. we be? I think about it. Should we be that shocked? We put on our between you know everything that that went on with gymnastics and, and you know the women in soccer. I mean, we put our sexism and racism on display for the world to see, just like we always do. And this is why the rest of the world is like, "What the fuck is wrong with America? Like, why can't they get their own thing straight?" And here we are doing it again. It's man, it's tiring. It's and exhausting and i can't believe that you know oh there's people that are celebrating the fact that you know you've got women that you know failed to do something that even though they've won on the biggest stage and and the olympics aren't as big as the world cup that they would cheer for that is just asinine to me it's funny too because you get those people who are so excited that the women lost and then you ask them about the men's team winning the gold cup and they have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. They have no clue. Like they don't they don't know enough to even know what an amazing accomplishment it was from the men's side to go into that gold cup tournament with a team that was basically the B or C squad. Like it didn't have any of our best men's team players. And after not qualifying for the Olympics and being a laughing stock because U.S. men's soccer has been a laughing stock for the longest time to then send that squad. I even said on the show and I asked Drew, why the fuck are we sending these jokers? Like these are, it, we're not sending anybody, any of our big names to this gold cup. And they come out and they beat Mexico in the final to take the gold cup with, I mean, it was an amazing run in that tournament and shows a lot of promise for us men's soccer that like, well, maybe they are on the way up. Like I've, I've been thinking that they weren't because all of our good talent is very young still. And there was a big drop off between our best talent and the next best talent. And they just went out and beat like a full Mexico squad, not even like Mexico C squad. They beat a full Mexico squad to take home the gold cup. That's amazing. And nobody knows that it happened. Nobody gives a shit about it. They're all shitting on the women's team for losing instead of being like, well, you made it to you. You're bringing home a medal. Likely you're probably going to get the bronze at least. Uh, and also the men's team did this amazing feat that nobody's talking about. And they're gearing up for the world cup. Holy shit. U S soccer is in a great place right now. It's it's fascinating to me that we take and we focus on that negative of the women's soccer and don't even look at the positive on the men's side. That's America, man. It's easier to America. tear people down than it is to celebrate, you know, any type of victory. Like they would rather, you know, point to the fact that the women lost than even know anything about the men playing. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and right now, I mean, deservedly so. If you were looking at arrows, you know, trending upward and downward, you'd have to say that the women are trending down and the men are trending up. But I, I don't think that this immediately takes the women out of the running for like the next World Cup. No, like, no, I, definitely I, I, not. I, I, yeah, no, no. I, I know you don't, but I'm saying like I hope that this motivates them. I hope that they're like, man, you know what? We we disappointed ourselves, and maybe we didn't come out with the same intensity or whatever it may be, uh, you know, for the Olympics. But we're gonna fix it in this World Cup, and I don't need the women to to win every single game. But when you win, what was it? 44, 45, 44 straight. 
44 straight without losing like and then you lose two within the span of a couple of weeks like that is a little concerning so i hope whatever it is they get it fixed out and i'm excited for the men to maybe possibly stop embarrassing us on the world stage for god's sakes dude just make a run in the world cup i don't need them to win it right now just make a run make a deep run just win some games for christ's sakes like get out of pool play damn Just qualify. Just qualify this time around. Get, get there, to dude. it. Get to it this time around. I'll be happy. And then when we host it, let's make a deep run. That's what we need Hell from our men. Yes. Like, let's let's get there this time around. Okay, cool. We made it. Great. Whatever happens now is is just cherry on the, the ice. Let's cherry on the icing. That's a phrase. Uh it's it's icing. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the that's moment. a good the cherry on that the, the cherry on perfect the call on that one aiden thank you for that uh <laughs> did you guys hear about the australian rugby team uh since we're talking kind of olympics dude these guys are animals now scott i gotta ask you because you went to xavier uh at the same time i did have you ever gone to a rugby party uh in college yeah uh, they're nuts like legit nuts. I, I went to one and thought I've never seen this much debauchery in my life. <laughs> Aiden, have you ever partied with rugby players? Uh, never once have. I think I've even come close to partying with rugby players. Unfortunately, rugby unfortunately. players, <laughs> rugby players are absolutely psycho. They will party so hard. And the Australian rugby team showed that this week uh, at the Olympics, because these dudes, got tore up in the in the Olympic Village like to the point that they damaged rooms and they like made a mess and wreck shit and then they get on the airplane to fly home and they de- they did so much damage along with the soccer team from Australia they shut down one of the bathrooms because they puked so much in it they were ignoring flight attendants flight attendants were like you got to sit down and they were like fuck you we're drinking they got hammered drunk on the flight it got so bad that the uh, rugby association had to apologize to the airline for the behavior of the rugby players i want to party with the australian rugby team like that's all that uh, that's the bottom line of this story is these dudes got so tore up that i i wish i had the chance to drink one beer with them no scott does not want that you know who i want to party with the 2022 Lakers, because they're more my speed. We're gonna be a bit <laughs> by ten o'clock. We're gonna we're gonna have a few beers before. Maybe maybe we're gonna twist some up by, at eight o'clock. Taco you know what? Tuesday. By, by eleven o'clock, I'm gonna be comfortably in my bed. There is no way I'm hanging with these rugby players, puking and and partying. They're like I'll watch. Uh, to the 20 year old me would wish that he could join, but hell no, am I joining them right now? That's, you know what? That's a fair point. That is 100% more my speed. It's, it's Aiden, me. Aiden, go and be our delegate, delegate from the show to party with the rugby team. Man, that's a lot of pressure. I don't know if I'd be even able to hang out for <laughs> hang with them, you know? Seriously, I'm struggling on beer four. I can't even form sentences anymore. So. <laughs> it sounds like it's a good time for a combong, though, Aiden. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> I have bad news. Oh, no. I don't have mine currently. It's still somewhere in storage. I think I might have left it at my brother's house in another city. So very (laughs) sad times, and I can't join you today with that. 
All right, fine. That's fair enough. Uh, by the way, I just remembered that we had uh, transitions, so I apologize that I haven't done any transitions throughout this show. Uh, so just for good measure. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. Uh, but while we do that, uh, Scott, uh, I'm going to gonna drop one. Then you're going to drop the best. One. I got to yeah. drop that one. Uh, Scott, I'm going to throw it to you uh, to do that hockey a little bit while I do my Kong bong. And then uh, and then you can do yours right after me. Uh, but I want to hear about Evander Kane and the craziness that has come out this week uh, regarding Evander Kane and his wife. So, Scott, when you're ready. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. The thing about this with Evander Kane is there was more than one story that came out from him and his wife. But the, one of the bigger ones was that his wife basically accused him of throwing games. So I don't know if you guys remember that Evander Kane had a little bit of a <clears throat> money problem not too long ago. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that his wife claims that he was betting against him, his own team and throwing games in the process, which is insane enough. But then she turned on she turned on the the extras and went on Instagram and called out one of his mistresses and basically said, "Hey, I know you're sleeping with him. Um, by the way, uh, could you let him know that uh, me and his kids are here with like no food and no money when you get a chance? Thanks, that'd be great." Damn. I don't know if it's worse getting called out for throwing games or getting called out for banging everybody. I mean, that sparked like an entire NHL investigation, right? Like they, they are now, they have to investigate Evander Kane. Evander Kane basically became Pete Rose without the raping little girls portion. Like he is now at that same level. Uh, well done on your Kong Bong, Scott. Very proud of you. If you guys want your own Kong Bong, craftrootsports.com slash beer bong, uh, an Ohio based company. Quick shipping, awesome product. Be the life of the party now that we can actually party again. Craftrootsports.com slash beer bong. Taking an Australian flight with you. (laughs) Uh, But, dude, this is – so, wait. What was the other story about Evander King? Because the only one I heard was that his wife said he bet on his own games and then tanked. That was the only one I had heard. No, that's what I was saying. The other one was an Instagram. Oh, the the got you, got yeah, you. Got one you. about like basically calling him out for uh, cheating on. I thought that was lumped her. into the one. Uh, yeah, Evander oh. Kane has said that's his ex-wife now. He. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I would say that too. Like, no, 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 no. I don't know nothing about her. She, she we don't talk about her. <laughs> She's on the back page now. <laughs> that's my ex. Oh, Evander oh. Kane's like, look, I'm just trying to find a, a bench spot at the end of the Lakers bench for this upcoming season. So I don't know <laughs> what any of y'all are talking about. Like, t- tell LeBron to come holler at me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he really did bet on his own games and tank? Because, I mean, the Sharks weren't that good, so I guess it's possible. But also, did he play enough to tank, like, to affect the outcome of the game? Because I don't know. I I, I haven't followed here, Evander Kane's. I know you're the expert on black hockey players, so that's why I ask you. Uh, how were his minutes? Could he have actually affected the game? Look, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put it this way. If somebody accuses you... If you're an athlete of any kind, at any level, if somebody accuses you of tanking, then you better come out and vigorously defend that shit. Whether you're doing it or not, you got to make it look like you ain't doing Because there's, I mean, is there a, a bigger crime in sport than for you to be, you know, actively trying not to win, especially if you're betting 
like for yourself, that's some real shit. But man, I hope to God that this ain't true, man. There's like what? Five, six. There's a handful of black players in the NHL, man. Can't one of them be? You can't have one of them being on this shit, man. Like this, this disappointment. Like Evander, please don't let this be true, man. There's not many of us in the game, and they're gonna be like, "See, that's why we don't let black people play." Is it, dude? I need this not to be true for the future of black people in the NHL because the rest of them are all gonna suffer. Can you imagine how many people are gonna come up to Patrick and his brother now and be like, "Oh, you." throwing games too man i know y'all in that fraternity you throwing games too man this is bullshit evander please please tell me that this wasn't true scott i gotta be honest i'm looking at hockeyreference.com which i didn't know was a site until just now i literally i was like wait we got a baseball reference i know we got a basketball reference i'm just gonna google search hockey reference and it's an actual site just like the other one so i believe everything that's on the site in the 2019-2020 season, uh, Evander Kane averaged his average time on ice was like 19 minutes, which was fairly consistent with the rest of his career. He was around 19 to 20 minutes for most of his career. He had 51 giveaways uh, during that time in that season, which was the most of his career, except for 2017-2018 when he had 50 uh and his plus minus which i love plus minus as a stat was minus 12 so there might be some smoke to this fire that evander kane was throwing games as a san jose shark this is why we can't have nothing nice man (laughs) bullshit like he probably did do this shit like I'm not, I'm only looking, I'm only looking at like three stats, three stats, average time on ice giveaways and plus minus, but that's, I was waiting and I'm not gonna lie. I was waiting for you to be like Evander Kane scored five own goals, which is (laughs) for anybody, but just one season, like guys, I'm so sorry. I keep doing this. I keep putting it on our own net. Like I'm trying so hard not to, you don't understand how hard it is not to score on your own goal. But damn it, I'm going to try this next time. His his even strength goals for 2019-2020 was 10. He did score 10 goals, which was down slightly from the previous year when he scored 24. So that's a little rough, little little drop off. Uh, However, a ton more power play goals. He went from uh, five power play goals in 2018-2019 up to 14. So he made up for it. He just was, became a power play specialist. But those giveaways, man, little nerve-wracking. I'm a little nervous that Evander Kane might actually be throwing these games. I, uh, Aiden, what do you think? You think he's throwing them? I mean, I know nothing about hockey, but after learning what you just told me, it sounds a lot like he's throwing games. In <laughs> My very unprofessional <laughs> opinion. Uh, this is why they tell us to shut up and dribble, man. This is why they tell us to <laughs> shut up and dribble. Damn it, Evander. Damn it. Oh, shit. This is rough, man. It does not look good for your boy. <laughs> Like, it is not good so, at all. Like incriminating. Like the evidence. It's like, damn it. Okay, well, at least they didn't find a bloody glove. 
What? <laughs> oh, shit, man, you're killing me. <laughs> At least they didn't find the, his blood in the Bronco. Oh, man. Oh, the blood is on the Bronco. Damn it. Ah. Just put on the well, gloves. At least though. he didn't drive. You know what, though? Uh, he didn't drive down the highway suicidal. Ah, fucking A, man. <laughs> Just killing me, Evander. Just killing me. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Evander, Evander is loose. <laughs> God. All right. Listen, we'll do. Uh, let's do a quick shot. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed Mike. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Let's give a shout out to Belly Up Sports. Uh, go check out bellyupsports.com. Uh, tons of great content on Belly Up Sports. Uh, our good friend of the show, Kevin, host of uh, Tailgate on the Quad podcast, formerly a corner booth. Uh, he wrote an awesome article about uh, the Big 12 Pac 12 merger. Go check that out, bellyupsports.com. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Whew, I can't breathe. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review to all of the Belly Up Sports podcasts. There's amazing content on Belly Up, so go check out all the podcasts. Help everybody out, uh, and and be sure to share those out. Subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcasts. Sell out. All right, fellas. Uh, do we have time? Do you want to you want to do the Ocho real quick, or should we? Do you want to shut it down, Scott? What do you think? I think we could do Ocho real quick. I was gonna shut it down because I was gonna say you just you just said I can't breathe after a segment where a black hockey player was cheating. Oh god damn it! Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh. I didn't even put that together. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, we gonna have to shut it down after that one. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Dude, black hockey player cheating, and you dropped, and I can't breathe. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. It's so good. It hurts. Oh man. Yeah, I think Scott slippery stairs is coming to the Ocho. <laughs> slippery stairs, bro. Are you kidding me? Uh, also, they're going to do American E-Cart Championship. I don't even know what that means, but that sounds like a what fun time hell? that isn't going to get anybody in trouble for saying something awful that they shouldn't have said. Uh, <laughs> Golden <laughs> Tee World happened. Championships. Golden Tee World Championships. But this is the 2019. I hate that they do this during the Ocho when they bring back stuff from like three years ago. 2019 Golden Tee World Championships are coming up. Uh, the Marble Runs. If Drew was here, he'd be super pumped to bet on that one. The Putt-Putt World Championships. I hope it's like the old school, like 80s Putt-Putt course where it's just the orange blocks and not like a legit, like 
miniature golf course. It's like the cheap putt putt course Look, that's all flat. No, if there's no windmill, then it ain't real. <laughs> Someone's got to hit it through the moving wind, windmill, or it's bullshit. They have the Foosball World Cup coming to the Ocho this year, uh, as well as the 2020 Tetris Championships. <laughs> Also, I'm, I'm taking Joey and Chandler in the foosball championship. <laughs> uh, they've got Pogo Palooza, which that sounds Pogo like fun. Palooza, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They've also got the uh, Franklin Rock River Stone Skipping Tournament and a pinball invitational. Really quickly, that these would all be events that it would be shocking to see somebody that looks like Evander Kane participate. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> the rock skipping championship. Wait, can you see can you see Vander Kane in the 3:30 p.m. slot the world championship rototiller races? <laughs> Actually, actually, I can, and there'd be a Vander. Oh, my rotor tiller broke down. I guess I lose again, but I bet on myself to lose. Damn it, a Vander! How would Evander do in the 2020 USA Mullet Championships that are airing at 5:30 p.m. on August 6th? He'd bet on himself to win best mullet and show up with a fro, like. Oh. This is rough. Guess I didn't win, but I'll just cash out, guys. Where's this event being held? Vegas? Great. That sounds like a fantastic plan for me. I'm entering. Uh, Sir, you're bald. Yeah, well, fuck you. This is how we do it. All right. Well, that's uh, the Ocho. Um, Let's talk about these beers we were drinking tonight. Oh, good Lord, Scott. I feel so awkward right now. <laughs> I, I was just drinking in, a pistachio. I was just in Charleston, South Carolina, where I cried on a plantation because of the history of what I'd seen. And, and then I come back and I do that. And, okay, what were you drinking? But you didn't even do it on purpose. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Like, you didn't even do anything. I, I mean, we can all tie this back to Evander Kane. Like, we get t-shirts that say, thanks, Evander. You've ruined hockey and, and everything else for black people while you're at it. Anyway, <laughs> I was drinking Loveland Ale Works Pistachio Milkshake IPA. This is the second week in a row I went with Loveland Ale Works after the Strawberry Milkshake IPA. And look, uh, I didn't taste pistachios, and that's a grand thing because I'm not even a pistachio fan. But you put milkshake IPA in it, I'm pretty sure I would drink it. Dog, mm-hmm. dog food milkshake IPA. I'm trying that shit, and I bet you it's amazing. On the uh, billion scale, I'm gonna go with the billions that Evander Kane will never make. So this is the highest tier that you can get with a pistachio milkshake IPA. Good job, Loveland Nail Works. F you, Evander. <laughs> Hayden, what were you drinking and rated on the billionaire scale? Yeah, I was uh, drinking Skull, a Norwegian wheat ale from Academia Brewing Company in Athens, Georgia. And again, no slight to the beer, but on the one to a billion scale, I'm going to go. I'm giving an upgrade of what I had. It's going to be 
two million at this point. It's really solid, but not close to a billion because again, can't touch Rihanna and her billion. But this is a really good beer, so n- no complaints. It's not an insult. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I was drinking. Uh, what the fuck was I drinking? Photon from Equilibrium Brewery in Middletown, New York. Look, this beer was okay. It wasn't anything <laughs> great. It was not a good ABV. Like, I can't even blame my terrible choices in words on being drunk. Although I did have, like, a big shot of Fireball and then also <laughs> Kong Bong the beer. So maybe I can. But, look, it, it wasn't that great. I think I rated it in the thousand... It, I mean, it's like, it's not even retirement worthy. This is it's if you see it and you need something to get through the night, fine. Just don't pick it up expecting much. It's not going to make you hiccup like Scott's doing right now. You son like, of a bitch. <laughs> and there's no reason to call attention to that. Like, come on, man. There's no. I don't want people to think something's going on with the audio that they're like, what's happening with that audio? No, it's nothing. It's Scott hiccuping. I- I like that last week I wasn't sure if my audio and everything was working in this week. It's working so well that so everybody good. can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> so this beer is, it's a beer. Meh. That's what it is. On the billion scale, meh. That's where I'm going to rate this one. Uh Thank you guys for tuning in. This was a fun show. I'm glad to be back. Like, and I, I want to petition for a rename of this show. I want this show to be called Evander Kane fucking up the church's money. <laughs> I don't know what this show. I don't know the called. YouTube rules about having like a, a swear word in the title, but I can I can work in something with Evander Kane. Evander Kane effing up the church's money, and that's the best part because we didn't get to it until the very end, and it might be the most impactful part of the show. Evander Kane effing up the church's money it was definitely the part that cracked me up the most (laughs) uh this is one i missed you guys last week i'm glad to be back i missed Uh, you bro Thank uh, God you're back. I'm so glad that your internet worked, man. That was great. That I was am good so to- glad, and I'm and I'm even more glad that Aiden, seriously, <laughs> that you, you you have figured out the home situation and you're you're now settled, man. Good to hear. Yes, uh, glad to, glad that you're you're set up, Aiden. You're good to go. Uh, so we will see you next week, Scott. We'll see you next week. Maybe yeah. we'll see Mookie. I don't know. Mookie was talking about coming back from vacation early for the show. I'm like, bro, take a vacation. Like, enjoy oh, it. Uh, this show is not that important, uh, but it's still fun. And uh, if you guys have fun, be sure to uh, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us at Crafty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Facebook page. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, tell your friends because it's the only way we're going to grow. Also, check out BellyUpSports.com. Uh, tons of great content there. Uh, shout out to the, the fellas over at Belly Up for hosting us, for being our podcast daddies. Thank you, Belly Up Sports. Uh, BellyUpSports.com for all of your sports content needs. We will be back next week. Uh, probably full house. We'll see how it all goes. It should be a shit show, so don't miss it because... It's gonna be ridiculous, Mookie. <laughs> with with Mookie's got a whole week uh, of pen up stuff, so you know he's coming in hot next week. Uh. <laughs> we'll see you guys. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Hey, where's Mike when you need him? I need him to bite this Evander's ear off. <laughs>
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.